I do gotta roll. I do gotta roll some weed, y'all. Hell yeah! Kind of y'all probably watching me now. My man Selmir got me out here off the world. I'm off the world right now, y'all. I'm in. I'm in. I'm in bad news. Yeah, <laughs> I was. Uh, I pulled up and I was like, uh, I seen some people like a bunch of a bunch of. Well, I don't want to say. I don't want to sound racist. White people? But nah, they were Mexicans. But they were all walking from the same spot in like the same type construction fit. And I'm just like, I wonder what the fuck they all do. Cause they all coming from the same area, just walking not together. You know what I'm saying? Like walking towards I mean, something. I don't know. Maybe you on the road stop. and shit? Yeah, I was on like, I was on like, I don't know. I went over where a Starbucks and shit was. Yeah, they're probably just doing some road work. It was like J. Clyde. No, I'm saying I think they got off, off of work. Yeah. And they were just all kind of just leaving at the same time in the same fit. We got, I feel like we got like a lot of road work going on out here right now. Yeah. We got the whole fucking bridge being built over there. But the crazy part is with the streets, like they'll do a new, like a new street. And then like three, four years, it's like, like they didn't even do shit. So I don't know if they're if that's just how streets work, if they just go bad like that, or if they're just not using like the it's fucking. The, uh, rap I know, material. I know, I know. Snow and shit like really bad, like coldness fucks roads up. Yeah. But I'm trying to get this bitch right, so I don't gotta keep doing all this. You good? I got you. You trying to make it lower or just? I don't even know. Cause I kind of can't even see it. I just want to make sure I'm in it because I know how that shit go when I be watching folks okay, shit good. and they don't be in the mic. Um, and it's only difficult because I'm trying to roll up. I should have pre-rolled all my blunts. <laughs> you good. Um, I don't even know why I just put the font on. But uh, no, nah, I think I know. I, well, I think snow and shit be having something to do with that shit. But no, nah, I feel you because the shit really be feeling like, nigga, I swear you just did this. Yeah. And then <laughs> shit be fucked up once again. It be fucking up your car too. But it's like, these, I remember back in the day that we used to like, when we used to skateboard, that'd be the hardest thing. Like they'll they'll pave a new road in the neighborhood mm-hmm. and we'll just be skating on that road the whole time and shit. I could never skate. So when we had the new paved roads, it was like, oh, bet. And then I went and got the bike. Yeah. <laughs> and then we was lit up on the bike on that bitch. It was mad smooth. I wonder why, was you at the BMX or? Shit, I don't remember. I think, right around I think they bike? were like, I think I did have like a BMX bike. I used to do like mad wheelies and shit. I ain't never had pegs on my bike though. Pegs? Yeah, I ain't never had no pegs, but I had like, it was some kind of bike that was like a thing at the time. I don't yeah. remember. Bro, speaking uh, of pegs. Suck at that shit. When I was like, I think I was like 15 or 16. Mm-hmm. And we, were, we were climbing on this, there's a church like right on the street. Mm-hmm. So we were trying to climb on the roof. And I had a bike with pegs at the time, and it was like sitting, like you know, laying down on the ground right there. So it was this thing you had to climb up on the windowsill. Then you jump up, grab this pipe, and then you pull yourself up from the pipe onto the roof. Mm. But I had grabbed, I jumped, grabbed the pipe, and it slipped. Type shit, like so. I started falling backwards. I like turned around, and my leg, like right here, what was this like, but like right here, landed right on the peg. Bro, we and I had a uh, hematoma. You ever heard of that? No, what is that? Bro, it's a blood clot. So literally, I hit my leg. It was like a little cut, like a little. Slit. So I look away and look back like two seconds later. It's like literally, it looks like my knee moved down. Ooh. That's what I thought happened. I was like, yo, my knee's out of place. Like it was like literally like like a fucking tennis ball right here. Swelled up like that. Yeah. So then I uh, Googled it. I should Google this shit. And it was like it's a blood clot, hematoma, like don't trip. So I put some ice on it and then like it went down. But yeah. that's crazy. Nah, we're twins because I had, I can't remember which leg it is. I think it's right here. You see the scar? Uh, yeah, kind of. I got them. I was in the neighborhood and the homie was on the peg or on the bike. He, his bike had pegs. And like, I don't know. I think he was playing chicken or some shit. But goddamn, the nigga pegs ran into my fuck out of my shin. And like, it was like, I think that was like my first white meat cut. Mm. And I was like a little ass kid. And I was on some like, because yeah. like, I looked at it, it was all white meat. And then like, I blinked and then all the blood just came through. And yeah, I'm not, I'm a squeamish ass nigga. So I'll be like, yeah. yeah. That should be making me what's the uh sick. Damn, I guess yeah. Good what is the what's like the most fucking what's the craziest injury you ever sustained? <laughs> when I uh fell out of a third story window and broke both my wrists and my face. Holy fuck. Yeah. Third story though? Yeah. How old were you? Shit, that was like going into twenty nineteen. Damn, what? That was like a couple years ago. What the fuck happened with that, bro? Shit. What, jumping out of third story Acid. windows and shit? Acid? Acid. Damn. Yeah. I mean, I feel like the acid really didn't have much to do with it. It was kind of like, it was just kind of perfect timing for the acid. The acid was kind of like, you've been asking for this. What the fuck? Yeah. (laughs) Wait, so, so, all right, so if you fall out the window, were you like, did you like go unconscious or like? Shit, hell no. 
that's like a crazy ass thing. I kind of explained it in an interview before. Like, yeah, it's like a crazy ass uh, experience. So you, okay, so you just broke experience. two wrists. I broke both my wrists. I said two like, like you got, I said two like you got more than two. Like you only real, broke two of your wrists. This shit like popped out like the bone had popped. Oh, is that the scar right there? Yeah. No, that looks no, that looks crazy. Yeah, it's fire. I want to uh, get it tatted. I meant like crazy like, and like. <laughs> I want to get it tatted with like numbers that look like a, a ruler. Yeah. Or a number line or some That'd shit. That'd be hard. Yeah, but nah, yeah, like yeah, that shit was crazy in like my face. Damn, bro. So was were they saying like you're lucky to be alive or shit? Absolutely. <laughs> Every you time I you went would have fell on your neck or some my like nigga, how'd you land? Like oh yeah, how'd you land? Like on like, my face? Like oh like for like with your arms like this? I don't know. In the front? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, but like on my face probably because like all that shit was fucked. I don't really. So you don't even remember it like that? Yeah, not for real. I kind of yeah. like woke up in the hospital. That's crazy, bro. That's legit crazy. Nah, yeah, it's lit though. Yeah. That's funny. I was gonna ask you too. Uh, what does what the fuck does him mean? Cause you called yeah. me him before. I seen you put in ever you spell it differently, like capital him. H, lowercase capital. I like. lowercase the I because it's it's not about I. You know what I'm saying? It's not about me. It's not about you know what I'm saying. It's bigger than us. You know what I'm saying? But we, it's like we really do be him. They shorties really do be her. You know what I'm saying? It's just it's just another way of like. It's another compliment, you know what I'm saying? It's like you really on your shit, you know what I'm saying? You doing what you have to do. Like it's 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 individual to the individual. It's specific to the individual, but it's still broad to the, you know what I'm saying, being bigger than us type yeah. of shit like being I know if it's, I know if the letters like stood for something or Nah, yeah, I just lowercase the i cuz it's like it's not about I, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like, it's not just me that's him. You're also him. Like you said, like, you really are him. My nigga TC's really So him. it is that same, because I've heard of him, like, it's that same meaning, like, like he's that guy. Like, he's Type. him. Like, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I just didn't know, yeah, I thought it was something different. Okay. Um, Hell yeah, hell yeah. Now, welcome to the All For A Podcast, man. Sure, we off the world with it. Yeah, we left the planet, man. I'm sitting here with One Pump, uh, recording yeah. artist from Norfolk, Virginia. I'm actually from the beach. Actually from the beach, man. But- Right now, it's fuck Virginia Beach because R.I.P. my nigga die. Simple. Yeah, hey, man. Uh, we appreciate you guys for tuning in. I appreciate you for sliding, bro. Yes, sir. Uh, bro, I actually just did the first uh, Off-World 757 commercial, man. Hell uh, yeah. I got to say, I appreciate you for that. Hell yeah, bro. You know it. That shit been moving a little bit. I even put a little, I put like $10 behind the uh, oh, Instagram ads on shit, that bro, shit. I, I, uh, some more behind it. You know oh, yeah, yeah. We can, we can do that. Hell I'm going to start yeah. pushing those. I'm going I'm to drop probably one of those a week. Okay. And just start putting some ads behind it because people have been telling me that shit for like a real commercial. So it's like, I feel like it's one of those things like that you might have to see. Like you ever seen the, uh, it's a commercial that was going around with this dude. I don't know his name, but he was in a studio creating. It was for like, not for like ECPI, but it was like some random commercial for like some like uh, music school. Mm-hmm. And they ran that ad for like a year. I, rem- I remember seeing it, like I remember seeing it once, skip like watching it, going past it, like whatever. Seeing it two second time, third time, but like the fourth time I seen it, I tap in and I'm and I go check out what it is. Yeah. So my point is like it's like one of those things where you might not catch on right away. Yeah. You might watch it today, then you might it might run cra- back across you six months later. Then you like, oh wait, what is this? Yeah. Then it clicks in your mind because you saw it twice now. You seen yeah. it more than once. Like yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like that's how a lot of ads are for real, for real. Like you really don't realize you know that because it just be playing. You kind of subconsciously hear it. And then, like like you say, once you finally tap in, it's like you feel like you kind of already know what's going on. But then you really, you know what I'm saying? If if you do get to the point where you tap in, it was like it was meant for, you know what I'm saying? It was meant for it to spin a block on you type shit. And, like, it always usually makes sense. And it's crazy because, you know, these people are back in these offices really, like, thinking like that. Like, when, they, when they're creating a commercial to sell you something, bro, that shit is deep. Yeah. They're thinking about psychology yes. or, like, all this fucking, like, how the brain works. Like, exactly. Like, like literally. colors make you yeah, more bro, attractive. Yeah, down to the fact to, I want to make you buy this without even, without even you knowing I'm making you buy this type shit. Like, I learned that they want you, the best way to sell something as, like, an artist or whatever is to, like, make the consumer feel like they chose to buy it. You know what I'm saying? Like it's a, it's like a psycholo- like you said, it's like a psychological thing. But it's like you, yes, you're selling it to them and you're convincing them to buy it. But the way you do it is that it makes them feel like they told themselves, like I'm gonna buy this because I said so. You know what I'm saying? But Hulti is like, not really. You just saw the fuck out that ad and it like really uh, got you. You know what I'm saying? Got you in that loop where you're like, ah, I'm gonna make that decision to buy this. And it's like cool. It's like that movie. Uh, was it Inception? Where they like where they put like an idea in somebody's mind, but it was like the trick was like you got to make them mm-hmm. like come up with it or something like that. Mm-hmm. 
So what is it like creating the the right set of conditions to lead someone to uh, to a certain idea? Not that ass. I don't know. That shit's a lot. Like that's like you said. That's that real. They really be on that psychological <laughs> shit and like. Yeah, that shit's funny. Yeah. Shit's or like, crazy, um, <clears throat> like this shit goes deep, bro. I, I was fucking reading a, um, I think it was actually a documentary on this guy. He was like, a, he was like a Russian spy, <laughs> and he would fucking, he they, he he unveiled the Russian Russia's plan or the Soviet Union's plan for America. Mm-hmm. And the crazy part is, bro, it was a plan that spanned over generations. And I'm like, yo, people are really thinking that they're like, okay, so they have this idea. I don't, I don't know. I forgot exactly what it was, but the, the main joint was like, we're going to create, we're going to make Americans uh, not trust each other and their own government. They working. So what that, <laughs> so once we, once we do that to them, then we could do whatever we want. It's working. And that's what they did. But the crazy part that really blew my mind is like, once we implement this, cause they said it takes two generations to implement. So I was like, okay. But then the crazy part is it takes two generations to reverse as well. Like, that makes sense. You know what I'm saying? I was like, more. that's like some really like, you know, it's always harder to undo the, the, the damage than it is to do it. So it's probably going to take more. You know what I'm saying? Especially if, if they were a target in America. You know America's slow. <laughs> you know we're <laughs> slow. slow. Like, yeah. oh, God. We go, look, we go, we to start rebelling. Then we're going to fight against our ch- each other for a good five years before yeah. we really get back on page type shit. Like, yeah, any thoughts on that? Just like fucking just the climate right now of the fucking this world we live in. Just Does anybody have a lighter? Yeah, right here. Definitely left my shit. Um, shit. Like I feel like we getting kind of back more to like, goddamn, back to the roots a little bit right now. What you mean by that? Just like I feel like we went through this phase where it was like we were so like polarized with success and and all the negativity that's going on, and it's like we kind of we let or even like with the advancement of technology, we like forgot about like our core human principles and morals. Fuck that. We can get into that. I'm not gonna bring it up unless you do. Um, but uh, shout out to see. Uh, but it's like now I feel like we getting back to that. Like we're kind of. I feel like we getting past a little bit of that polarized stage and we kind of getting back to like one on one connections and treating people like they're like the roots of like humanity, like real like core core beliefs and shit. Like maybe not. Maybe I'm just fucking. I feel like more tripping. people doing uh, psychedelics. Mm. What do you think is like? What do you think that, that does uh, to us? Damn, where I put the letter. I feel like that, uh, I got it. I feel like that goddamn, I feel like the psychedelics grounds people. Like, me personally, drugs kind of saved my life. Like, the window thing kind of saved my life. In what way? Because, like, it taught me, it gave me my will to live. Like, that's why I was in the situation. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's why I said, like, acid kind of was just like, here's what you was looking for. You know what I'm saying? Like, it was years of thoughts that went into that experience for me. So it was like, now, how do you feel? Because in this situation, is like, in that situation, I basically was faced with, do you want to live or die? And I made this decision to live. Are you saying the, like, the effects of your injuries after or the actual experience of the In acid? the experience, it okay. literally was just like, boom, boom, do you want to live or die? Like, yeah. literally, like, facing, like, imagine you leave, imagine you... Actual project out of your body and you look at yourself and you're like, do you want to live or die? And then it's like, okay, let me make that decision right now. Yeah, that's what I had to do. And yeah, so it basically, yeah. it really gave me my will to live. And when it comes to like, like there was a point in time where like Woodstock. Park or? Not like Woodstock, like back in like the 70s or whatever it was. Oh, so is that where the hippies was and shit? Yeah. Okay. Like that was a point in time where shit was, that's like a repetition of what like, like you're saying is like what it lo- what it seems like right now. Like motherfuckers was very much like, fuck the government. You know what I'm saying? Fuck this, yeah, that. I was just talking about Yeah, this, because bro. like they were hit. You know what I'm saying? Like they were in their brains like, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Cause you get off that, you know what I'm saying? You get off the sights and you just get to thinking in your mind. And you're like, oh, none of this. Oh, I'm in full control. The reality I was told is reality might not actually be. Mm-hmm. 
And that's kind of where we're getting back at, especially with the internet being so everything is in front of your face. Who is showing me videos? Bro, there, you know there's videos on YouTube now of the wars, like of war right now. Like you can, there's war. a YouTube channel of Ukraine. the war. Yes. Like oh, you they, could, bro, they had live, it was live on YouTube of Ukraine. It, the, 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 the video was literally called live Ukraine capital being overrun by Russian the, soldiers. How like, the what? fuck is that a thing? You know what I'm saying? Like that's some crazy ass shit. And it completely desensitizes people. To war, you know, like yeah. yeah, so it's like I don't know, but I feel like a lot of like I said, I feel like a lot of motherfuckers is doing psychs and shit again. So it's getting to that point where niggas is like, ah, government, you kind of wilding out. You know what I'm saying? Like they kind of getting it, but then again, like I saw today, I don't know if you saw this. I don't know if y'all saw this. You probably did, but like y'all saw that. Uh, y'all saw that goddamn Megan got basically Megan the stallion was lying about the whole thing. Oh, uh, bro, just sent was that you? Ryan posted. He was like. The, in, the her doctor said the injury on her foot and was like that a glass cut. So it's like boom, and that also is a very key part of where the world is right now. You know what I'm saying? Because it's like, why you do that? You didn't have to do that. Like the crazy both, part is, bro was telling me she was lying from the jump. Yeah, and it's he like, like y'all both black. Like she lying. I was like, y'all both see, black. Y'all kind of tearing each other. And like, it's no like. Like that situation for me, kind of is just like. Uh, what if the label told her to do it? I don't know. I don't care. That shit's kind of dumb. Like uh, all of that is just dumb, in my honest opinion. Because it's just like, now how do you look? Like how does everyone look? Because at first, literally everyone like you know, being a black man is hard, especially when it's a black woman accusing. So it's like, yeah, it's just, eh. but that's like. That's just where my brain is, kinda. Now, that's interesting, bro, because me and bro are actually just talking about uh, like the 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 correlation between the hippie era and even like the Black Panthers to like now and shit. We were talking about the, we were kind of comparing comparing uh, Black Panthers and the hip like the hippies as far as they were kind of both like fuck this current system. We're trying to overthrow it to a new thing, and we were kind of because. I mean, we're kind of both talking about talking about both of their like downfalls or b- things they could have done better to like. Yeah succeed in, in the message um i don't know i think yeah we are i feel like we in an era now where it's like it's really like i feel like we in this in in history we go through periods of time where things are the same not much changes and then like long periods and then short periods of time where like a lot changes and we in one of those periods right now that everything is changing and um and in, in the moments where it changes it it it, it uh it sets the precedent of what those long periods of no change is going to be so right now it's like I think it's real like important that we like really like focus on what we want the future to look like, bro, and and work nice. towards that. Nah, yeah, I feel that for sure because that's why that's why I'm definitely I'm in a mode right now. Just like you're in a mode, like you know how you you know how you the seasons are going. You're in season three now, right? And it's like you're expanding with the ads. You're, you're just expanding the brand. You know what I'm saying? You know how I asked you the other day, like, you do this full time, right? I feel like it's that time, like, those people that are going to make that leap are making that leap. Those people that aren't are kind of, like, trickling off. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know what it is about this time. Like you were saying, like, it's just this, it's it's something going, it's a shift. Like, it's a major shift going on. It's a paradigm shift. Yeah. Like, there's definitely a major shift going on. So it's like, it goes back to the him, like motherfuckers that's focusing on them doing what they got to do. You know what I'm saying? Because when you focus on you, bro, it really makes everything else around you like correct. Because if you're correct, you only you can only surround yourself by what is, you know what I'm saying, correct. Like what is grounded. You have to be real with yourself in order for the real to be around you. Because like if you're not real with yourself, you're going to unconsciously surround yourself by motherfuckers that's not real as well. There's two ways to live, bro. You either live being affected by the world or you affect the world. That's the only two ways to live. So then once you realize like that you, you can't affect choice. your world, that's less like, I feel like that opens up like a lot of possibilities for you. Facts. I feel like you don't even have a choice at, <coughs> at affecting the world if you're focused on affecting your world. You know what I'm saying? Like the world around you. I feel like you have no choice because it's natural. Like, you know how many people you probably influence that you just don't know? Same with me. Same with TC. Same with, like, you know what I'm saying? Niggas like Ellis, Jalf, Will, you know what I'm saying? Motherfuckers just influence people. And, you know, people don't always get flowers because some people don't know how to communicate that. So it'd be like that. But you have to know, like, because, like, like I said, it's bigger than you. Like, everything we do is bigger than us. Like, 
the shit I'm saying and shit I'm doing is no different than what someone ten years from now is going to be saying or doing. I'm just I'm just a vessel right now. You know what I'm saying? So I just appreciate the moments and the memories and the shit that I can do and the shit that I can create and things like that. So uh, what's it like for you when like if someone tells you like they're inspired by you and shit like that? It's usually I can see the lighter again. Yeah, yeah. It's still kind of hard for me to uh, accept compliments, but bro, I'm trying I'm, to do better. I'm on this. Yeah, I'm on the same shit, bro. Honestly, it's weird to even explain. Yeah, like, you know what I, I think uh, it is too, though, bro. Like coming from, I feel like because with this, like a lot, of, like my creative journey, I feel like for a lot of people, you start out with like you're the only one that believes in it, so you almost get used to that. You almost get used to like no one else giving a fuck. Yeah. So when people actually start like giving a fuck, it's like it's it's weird. Like you don't know how to take it. Like, like it's kind of like thanks. Yeah, like thanks. Like it's yeah, like, like I do. Look, it's kind of like I knew. You know what I'm saying? Like you're just yeah. kind of thanks for catching on kind of but it's like yeah i i, I kind of script myself with it i just be like thanks i appreciate it but yeah i'm trying to i'm trying to do better like accepting compliments and stuff but it's cool it's definitely cool like when i sit back and reflect like outside of the moment it's definitely like it's mind-blowing you know what i'm saying because it's just like you can just i just think about when i was a kid and shit and like basically like not even wanting to be here at this time you know what i'm saying and like to be here and to do the things that I'm doing, it's like, like I said, it's bigger than me. So it's cool. It's cool as fuck. For real, uh, for real, yeah. What about your experiences? You touched on astral projection. It's funny because I actually spent like a whole year of my life trying to astral project. Literally, like every single night I would play uh, these binaural beats yeah. that were supposedly help you do that. And I would like, literally my attention every single night when I went to sleep was to astral project for a whole year. And I never could do it. So I don't know. If, if, have you actually done it? Uh, I kind of... Because people say it's real. I mean, I never it's met anybody real. in real life. That so I am ai was a very good lucid dreamer as a child. Like, oh, yeah. I could just like, I had a cue in my dreams. Like I could just literally crack out the dream and look around. And then my cue was, you ever seen like, uh, what's it called? American Dad? Uh, I haven't really, didn't really watch it like that. You, you seen the episode when goddamn Steven had the red ball? My shit was, this is a dream. Everything will halt. Like Charles Xavier. You know how... Yeah, and then I could just control it completely. And that was that was since you were a kid. Yeah, and like I could still do that shit, but like I smoke a lot of weed. You know, weed definitely fucks up dreaming and shit. Like I don't dream that much, but I've been dreaming a lot lately because I just been tired as fuck, my nigga. I worked 104 hours in eight days, eight working days, 104 hours. Bro. That's out of pocket. Don't wait. What do you do? Don't wait. Uh, at my uh dispatch shit. Okay. I work at a dispatch. I work dispatch for a tow company, okay. but. I mean, that's a lot. That but is a lot, bro. I have been having some crazy dreams lately, and it's like, I know they're dreams, but it's like, I'm kind of just going with the flow of the dream, because like, I understand what dreams, you know what I'm saying? Like, they're, for me, it's more like, like, my nigga, I'll have a dream that's like a complete vision of deja vu. I'll get to the deja vu moment, like in real life, and I'll just remember, and I'll just get to saying what you were supposed to say out of your mouth, type shit, like... I'll yeah. say it before you say it. I've I've had moments of deja vu before, but lately I've been getting a lot of moments of um. You might you might you might uh get these where I'll be doing something and then I literally f get a feeling like that I'm just like where exactly I'm supposed to be. It's not like I've been here before, but it's like okay, like this is where I'm like okay, yeah. like, I'm I'm like going through this journey. You you like or you think of what can I do to further my like further the journey, but then you get these moments where it's like. Okay, this is it. Like, this is exactly where I'm supposed to be right now. I'm doing exactly what I'm supposed to do. And everything just feels like it just clicks. Hell yeah. You just in that moment fully. And then, like, you just feel like, okay, I'm on the right path. I begin a lot of those moments lately. Those are important, bro. You, your spirit telling you something. You know what I'm saying? Like, you basically, yeah, you are kind of like, you're kind of meeting up. And they say, well, this is something that I believe and that they have said. When you dream and you can't remember it, it's because, like, you were just there. Like, you know, all right, so when you dream, I believe that your spirit can travel. You know what I'm saying? It can go anywhere. Like, I used to have dreams of all my past lives and shit and, like, how they all ended, like, how I died and all that shit. And, like, I believe that shit is completely like that. Like, you literally, your spirit can boom. They could go anywhere down the timeline that it wants. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, I feel like you probably just going forward and then meeting yourself up and you're like, you know what I'm saying? It's kind of like, uh, I kind of have been here before. Like, this feels right. And it's like, yeah, because this is where you're supposed to be. That's crazy. Even on the idea of past lives, like, 
people think of it as like um, this like mystery thing, past lives. But it kind of makes sense to me, even like if you look at it just like through DNA, all the people throughout history, thousands of people that literally had, you know, what I'm saying that that had a baby and led down to you. Yeah. Like all those people's That's DNA are in you. That's a lot of like energy. all that energy, all that DNA is in you. Like literally, like you are those people. You are all those people. And it's like maybe when we, if we remember these past, like those are the past lives. Like the the, you know what I'm saying? Like it's also Attack on Titan shit, bro. Dead ass. Like currently, my granddad is like terminally ill. Okay, and like I can see him. Like, he's always been, you know what I'm saying? Like, and that's my dog, my bad. That's my nigga type shit. Like, but like, I could see him getting old, sick. Like, I could see it taking over. But as he's like withering away, like, the energy's literally transferring to me. Like, things are, doors are opening. Like, me, and he was a preacher, pastor. You know what I'm saying? We literally kind of do the same thing. Like, he preaches to the people, I preach on a track to the people. You know what I'm saying? Like, he always has a message. There's always a message in my music. Like, it's literally hand in hand. We literally do the same thing. We help people. You know what I'm saying? Like, we literally live, like, the same kind of life. Like, his funeral is going to be packed to the brim type shit because, like, he's that nigga. And, like, I'm that nigga just like him type shit. So it's, like, it's just the way we do things is very synonymous just just in different realms completely because, like I said, he was a pastor. You know what I'm saying? Things like that. And I'm not that, of course, but... I do what he does just in the creative realm, in the creative scene, you know what I'm saying? Helping people, whatever the case may be. And it's just like, it's just the natural love that niggas got. You know what I'm saying? Like, niggas just got a lot of love to give. Um, And yeah, so it's like, I can feel his energy transferring. Like, went to one of his brother's funerals and like, I don't cry. I don't, like, funerals don't do shit to me. You know what I'm saying? But like, it was so much energy in the room. Like, I'm literally completely straight faced in the room and it's like, I cried like tears just came down because it's just that was that much energy you know what I'm saying yeah like and I wasn't like sad like I didn't make no facial expressions no noise no nothing it was just tears fell it was like maybe like five and that was it but it was just like that because it was a it was a moment in the during the sermon like my granddad preached his brother's sermon you know what I'm saying so it was just a moment in the in the room that was just overwhelmed of energy and like it forced that to happen so like nah yeah I definitely believe like like you were saying, like those past lives are like all that DNA, all that, you know what I'm saying? All that experience and everything just being passed down into you. Yeah, Cause you know, they say like, what they say, like a lot of the things like that we do and that we are, it's because of like evolution of the things that like we went all throughout history, like the, your answers that they went through, whatever, like even down to like making a fire, you know, like down to the most primitive things, like those things are still with us, like in our DNA or like that's interesting you say like you feel like the energy is transferring like i can feel that like even like with my parents like i like like the energy that my mom like my mom's energy my dad's energy i can kind of feel that within myself a little bit like i'm like that's a piece of me like i'm i'm that too like i can feel it just in everyday life yeah it's literally that like that's why people be like i'm turning into my mom i'm turning into my dad and it's like yes you are because like it should be like that the whole time you millions of people yeah like, it's so crazy to think about, but yeah. it's tough. Like, when you really understand self, like, you really be in full control. Like, it's like playing chess, bro. I literally play chess with life. Like, dead ass. Like, everything is so mm. calculated. Like, and maybe that's maybe that's what I was referring to earlier when I said we kind of getting back to the roots. Because, like, I feel like even with, like, hip-hop, like, this shit started out as knowledge of self, as facts. I'm controlling my reality. Like, that, it started out with self- like a lot of things, it starts out with self, and then it, it, then it becomes the focus turns to the outside or the material things. Mm-hmm. Um, why do you think that is, and is there a way to get back to uh, back to self? I feel like I feel like the material so in your face because of the internet again, like everything's so in your face. Like I just watched Vince Staples say, "If my fans, you know, what I'm saying, making minimum wage, just that and the third, why would I post myself in the in the big?" houses with the fancy cars and the you know what i'm saying expensive dinners on social media because that's not what they be on you know what i'm saying imagine if a politician did that if, if, imagine if politicians the president flexing money and shit like you like wait hold that up what's happening fucking here? hilarious <laughs> i can't lie if joe if joe pulled up with the spread i would fucking be crying i'm on the phone with kamala what's good shorty that would be actually hilarious but nah yeah so it's like I definitely feel like the internet puts that shit face forward right in front of you. So it's like, and kids are very influenced. So 
it's 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 kind of like you said, it's gonna take generations to undo that. For real, for real. My bad. In my opinion. Hey, hell yeah, I love man. Um, shit. If you want to get into it a little bit, bro. Um, can you tell us just like a little bit about your journey, like coming up, maybe like childhood life a little bit, and um, ultimately how you got into like making music. Shit. So I've been playing the drums since I was fucking two years old. And he's one of those, I've seeing them kids on Facebook, like two year old yeah. drummer going crazy. Like, you know, he's gonna be real. crazy when they get older. Yeah. So I used to like, my mom said I used to kick her stomach on beat to the music that she would play. That's funny. I never heard that. And so I've always played the drums. I played the drums in church since I was like seven. Seven to like last year, I believe. Like, I quit like last year, but like from seven till then, however many years that is. And yeah, I never really wanted to like, Make music how I'm making music, to be honest. I uh both my brothers made music. I'm I'm the youngest of three. I got two older brothers. They both made music. Um the middle one rapped and the oldest one sung. He was on goddamn first season of X Factor and some more shit. Like, what? Yeah. Wait, is that the one that was like they were doing like stunts and like Nah, that was goddamn that was like the uh It was the the red the red show. Remember when uh Simon left American Idol? Oh, it was like a so for it was like a, a show, talent for joke. another yeah okay. for another show. It was that show. All right, and then goddamn, I don't think they ever went on like live television. But them niggas was up there. Well, my oldest brother was up there with a group. So like, I don't know. Music never really. I never really wanted to be like, oh, I'm going to do my. You know what I'm saying? Like that wasn't my thing. I didn't really like. You're more about like playing live and shit. I was more about just doing me more so. Like I was, I was basically on some like I don't want to do that because my brothers are doing that. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? So and. Yeah, I guess. I always wanted to play the drums. Mom, I had an opportunity to like play for a group like as a really young age, and like my mom didn't let me do it because I guess she didn't want me in the clubs early because they was gonna have to sneak me in and shit because I wasn't eighteen. But like, and I feel like that could have been very pivotal for me with like my style and like my range on the drums. But like, I'm still nasty as fuck. But like, it's definitely like more difficult for me to like grasp the 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 depth of you know what I'm saying, tracking out drums and shit like that now, seeing that I've already gotten so deep into, like, what I do, like, music and fucking film production and ads and things like that, marketing and all that cool shit, so, but, goddamn, I've always played the drums, so, that was really what, like, you know what I'm saying, I was always into music, church, all that shit, so, I don't know. I went to college and I got damn was got the freestyling getting high with my nigga Sean Cash Flow. And he got damn he literally made me a SoundCloud. And I he like made me drop music. Yeah. <laughs> and then we ended up buying like a studio set. We were roommates at Norfolk State. Bought like a mic and shit interface and just kept going. Then I got damn Basically, it all kind of, like, it picked up pretty fast. Like, I knew some people, I guess. Well, not really. I, I, my nigga Nolan B. Rolling, you know what I'm saying? I didn't really know how big he was with the music and shit, but, like, he, early in, like, that was just one of my niggas type shit. And then when I started dropping music, like, he reposted some shit, and, like, that shit went up because, like, he had a crazy following. And, like, niggas was just fucking with it. And then I got an Ugly God feature, and... Then I made hella bread off that shit, and I we was talking like, about that the other day a little bit. Yeah, how long I, were you making music at at that point when that when that happened? That was literally what about like first couple of songs that I dropped. To be honest, uh, you uh, what you you paid for the feature or how that worked? Yeah, it was yeah. only like a hundred dollars. That's, that's, that's a he good was deal. In, he was in college at the time as well. Uh, like he was hey, you go to college for? College me. Yeah. I went to college to be a teacher, math teacher. Oh, I was okay. on a scholarship to be a math teacher. You got a scholarship lit. for that? Yeah. That's fire. Um, yeah. She was so, lit. So, what you, so, you, so you still, you, so you know like calculus and shit? And like, Hell no. That's where I fucking failed. Uh, that's why I, that's where I halted. When they, when, bro, I hate calculus because it's like, I love numbers. You know what I'm saying? I love formula shit like that. But it's like, calculus is not real math. Calculus is like English yeah. and math. Calculus is like, what if this happens how would you how would you how would you do that? It's like math philosophy. Yeah, it's like what are we talking about? Like the answer yeah. be words instead of numbers. Mm. And it's like I don't like that. Yeah, I never got to fucking 
high levels of math. I know like in just in high school math and shit. I was I was like good at math. It was like one of my easiest subjects. I don't know why. Like I I feel like that's how my brain works. Like just I love just having different like okay like just the steps of a, to answer an equation. The steps for some reason like those steps were just easy for me to remember. Like they all just like went somewhere in my mind. I could just recall them very easily and like just yeah save the steps. Like, even like when I got into like ele uh, electrical work, like just doing a um like wiring a house, just like all the different like. It's like different pieces. My nigga nice with that, y'all. Y'all need that. What? The electrical work? Yes, sir. Oh, yeah. But it's like having need. different pieces like um of, of a project. Let's say you have like, let's say you have a project and it consists of a hundred different things that have to get done. For some reason, that's like easy for me to store in my brain. And like, it's easy for me to imagine that and like picture it all working together, like type shit. I feel that. Yeah. Math was just, like you said, it was just- But I, I ain't easy. doing calculus out here though. Nah, yeah. Calculus was what stumped me. But- yeah, niggas was in college, did that shit, and then, like, once I started making money, that's when I was, like... From music? Yeah, I was, like... And a nigga put me on to making money. Like, he put me on to the curator and shit, nigga ATL Schmoot, if you know who that is. He's an artist. I don't know where he's from, though, but, like, he's pretty pretty tough in the underground, pretty uh up there and shit like that. But, like, he put me on to making music. I went out to L.A. back in, like, 2017 for, like, the first time. I started making music in, like, 2017. 2016 that's fairly recent though for real yeah so like yeah and shit's just kind of been up like i just kind of i really i really enjoy performing like i always knew i wanted to do something i always knew i wanted to like act for real for real and like shit music even got me casting in the movie what movie uh this movie by stormy maya called shark is it a shark movie no it's about oh, a rapper a it's about like it's it's basically like I guess it's basically the shark means like the people that he had to like experience to make his way through the through the music game, essentially. But like, what was your role in it? Were you the the rapper? I was his first big placement, <laughs> and I was like a big time rapper. My name was Seven Five Seven. Shit's lit. That's fire! I gotta watch yeah. that. What yeah. is that on? Like, what? it was on like Amazon. It's on the Amazon. That's it's funny. I was in a, I was in a little movie too out here. For real? Yeah, you heard That's of uh, String? String, the independent film. Mm -mm. Daddy shot it. Oh yeah, that's fire. Daddy, uh, Pella and him. Daddy coming on later this year. We are gonna talk about it. But that was that was a fun that was a fun experience. Um, yeah, you said you want to do you do like film scoring, uh, ads yeah. like okay. So, so you playing drums from like two. You never really thought of making music. You have this guy, this fucking friend in college mm -hmm. that tells you you need that like makes friend. you a SoundCloud literally and tells you, you need to drop things. Hell yeah! And then you have other friends that uh, are helping you push it from like the jump. Isn't that funny how you have these people that are in your life that are just kind of nudging you towards this? And then my first interview was by scholarship. My first bro. interview ever Shout was by scholarship, bro. and then he became my DJ. That's funny. You know, you know, actually, bro, I didn't even know who scholarship was. I literally met him at Utopia, like, last summer. But, and I was looking at my old post from, like, 2017, and I seen him in the comments under it, like, yo, dope, or something like that. I was like, bro, you literally been tapped in since then. I didn't even like know. My first video was by Adante. It's cool. That's... And then now he's my head cameraman of my production company. Uh, yeah. So it's like, it'd be like that, bro. Like, shit's crazy. What are you guys doing in the um, production company? Like, music Shit. or is that accomplishing more, it's more, more things? Like, it's more focused on like ads and commercials for like <laughs> brands and businesses. Yeah. Like, uh, I'm trying to get into that space too, man. Yeah, we got some things in the works. Uh, I'll talk to you more about it off camera. But yeah, that shit's lit. Like, Definitely trying to just take it there. Like I was saying earlier, like really honed in, focused, trying to take it there. We we meet up every morning on FaceTime and just discuss what we got going on. You know what I'm saying? Like we're going to shoot my music videos because like, of course, but like that's not really like a focus. Like we don't really want to shoot music videos and shit like that. Like we want to shoot ads, commercials. So yeah. if you're a brand, you're a business, you want to add, you want a commercial, come, come hit up Home Team Productions. And if you can't, if you don't want to hit up Home Team Productions, hit up Off World Podcast. You feel me? Yeah, we get into that space, man. Right now, we starting out with the the seven five seven joints. Um, so we touched on a little bit earlier about marketing and, and shit like that. What have What have you learned? Like just doing doing the uh, as you said Home Team Productions, running that. What have you learned? Kind of about just like what sells a product, what what brings value to the marketplace, like stuff like that. Shit, I learned that like simplicity is important. And like, you have to, you have to demand, like basically you have to be in control. Like you have to 
yes, the consumer is, you know what I'm saying, what makes you alive, but you have to be in control of the consumer. You know what I'm saying? It's like, like when it comes to like shit, when I drop merch and shit, it's like, I'll give you, I'll give you only two options. And it's like, you know what I'm saying? Or you'll, you'll have to choose. And it's like, as simple as that. Like, like I keep things kind of minimal because like, it's easier for right now with like what I'm working with, you know what I'm saying? Like the size of staff and the things like that. So as the scale gets larger, then, you know, of course, operations will change and things like that. But like, yeah, just some minor things, you know what I'm saying? Just focusing on people and, but like the branding in the, in the, in the, uh, the, like shooting the ads and shit like that shit's kind of like natural like when niggas get together like the the skits and the ideas kind of just come naturally like from life and like experience so like that shit's kind of cool but like yeah oh yeah don't the blick they got a twisted t they need to drop a commercial or somebody getting smacked with that shit um Shout all right, so I know you drop all your stuff under Slate and T, so that, that's the label. Yeah, is there currently other people signed company. to that too? It's an umbrella company, actually, at this point, because of now it's like the umbrella company with Home Team Productions under it. So yeah. that's just kind of cool. Kind of running, and uh, you touched on um, scaling too. I've been interested in that too. I've been thinking about that for a while. Then I just seen a, uh, you know, that recent interview that Steve Harvey did with those two guys. And there's two guys. I forgot what I forgot what it was called, but he was talking about just like scaling up, like whatever you want to do, scale up. You know what I'm saying? Think bigger. I saw somebody uh, just post that. I think it was Will. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, from the Steve Harvey one. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm just thinking, like, what does that really mean? Like, how does that look? Like, how does that work? Like, imagine having a business with like thousands of employees scattered across the world. Like, yeah, I think that's cool to me. Just having a bunch of people that can work together. And come together and do something and like mm-hmm. be on be on the same page. Gotta have hella niggas in you gotta have niggas in, in command that you can that you can trust, you know what I'm saying? And I feel like that's very important for real. Like just having those people that you can trust in positions that like you know what I'm saying? Cause you can't be everywhere at the same time, essentially. So yeah. that's definitely important. Like that's why it's like important building repertoire with the motherfuckers that you, you know what I'm saying, wanna keep around and shit like that. Like and it's difficult because, you know what I'm saying, motherfuckers be having their own shit going on. But, like, you know what I'm saying, they do something really well. So you just always got to make it make sense for real, for real. Because I definitely be having help from, like, random motherfuckers. Like, my niggas from Tennessee and shit be coming down. And, like, my nigga does, like, stage production and shit back home, back in Tennessee. And, like, when he comes down and I'll have a show or something, like, because he'll come to my shows and shit. It's crazy. Like, that nigga's been to more. Them niggas in Tennessee have been to some, like, more shows than niggas out here type shit. And it's, like, the majority of shows be out here. But he'll come down and he'll fucking work. You know what I'm saying? Like, he'll work and, like, help niggas put up the fucking equipment and shit like that. Put up the lights. uh, And then break it down and all that. You know what I'm saying? Whilst just being in the crowd at the show and, and bought a ticket. And probably bought some merch. Like, shit's crazy. So, I fuck with it, yeah. Like you said, niggas really just... Niggas have been in position, like, niggas have just met all the right people, you know what I'm saying? So, like, as shit progresses, the scale will just get larger. Uh, yeah, touch more on the, on the performance side. We were talking earlier, we was playing that love shit, and he Hell was yeah. like, uh, see him performing it at the, you said the listening party? He said you had your shirt shirt off, or what'd you say he was doing, some shit? <laughs> mm-hmm. I was swinging it like uh, Jimmy uh, from uh, Ed and Nettie. Yes, sir. So you put a lot of focus into the fucking, to the, the performance, performance yeah, bro, it's, it's very important, like... They know people now are just like rapping over their over their song. They're not really doing so much. They're too cool to like. They really just it's wait, not much of a performance. Really. Wait till I can build a stage and I can do the little platform. Oh, you gonna jump off the whole? The <laughs> Come on, I'm gonna do the little boom, boom, and land on their ass. Michael Pumpson, bro. I'm trying to tell y'all. I'm gonna have some mirror help me with the electric part. I got you. Know you. What I'm saying by we that time, I'm gonna just hire somebody. I'm, I might have a whole company. Exactly. I might have a company and just send them out. You know, up, you know what I'm saying? Like that shit's gonna be fire. Like. That's the tight time I want. Like yeah. Beyonce is literally one of the best performers out right now, and I'm just I'm just studying. You know what I'm saying? Just doing my homework. But yeah, performance is like very important. Like I fucking fucking go on walks and like recite my lyrics, like perform my lyrics while I'm walking. That's like, when you tweet that mm-hmm, yeah. to like 
help stamina and shit like that. Like breath control, all that shit. Like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like with movement, because like that's important because that's what you're going to be doing. So I try and like do shit like that. Just just little shit just to push myself and challenge myself. Like I'm very, I like a challenge type shit. So, yeah. Um, where did uh, where did the Cyclops shades come in at? Wait, they call it Cyclops shades, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Goddamn. I found these at a prom. At a prom? Not yeah. not your prom? Mm-mm. Uh. Um, but Cyclops always was my favorite X-Men since I was a kid. So, like, it just made sense. And I always knew an image was important. I always knew I needed something. Like, my first performance that I ever had, I didn't have no Cyclops shades. I wore a turban. Yeah, why turban? Just because. My hair wasn't that long. I had locks. They weren't that long. And I was just like, yeah. I need to do something. <laughs> so, yeah. But then I found the shades at the prom. Never put them down. And Bro. then, like, thought I lost them. And then I found them again. And, yeah. Bro, what up. if you literally, like, I can see it now. We could we put it in the universe. What if you are like that? What if you become the, uh, the a Cyclops, Cyclops and... and and the black side because it's a multiverse now. No, real shit. You feel me? Real shit. So hit me up, Marvel. Stop Marvel? playing. Hey, yeah, Marvel, stop playing. Yeah, it's a multiverse now. Make me a black Cyclops somewhere. We can get it popping. You know, I look. It's, it's up. I'm a Marvel nerd as yeah. well. So like, I already know what we got it. going on, and we can just come up with it. So like, hit me up, Kevin. Bro, Mike, fuck around, scored a movie too. Like, come on. Yeah, we, we really I think we were G. talking about that a little bit when we when we did the shoot the other day, just like the importance of sound, mm-hmm. like even in like a movie, how that's really like kind of like what carries the movie. Like if exactly. you just, it doesn't, that's the feeling right there. Mm-hmm. You can see these images, but it's like, I think, I don't know. Yeah, it's the sound. The if sound you watch is really a scary weird. movie on mute, it's not scary. Yeah, they're like, don't, don't, don't. Exactly. You know like the sounds really get you. Like it's important, bro. Like that shit's fire. So. Yeah, hit me up, Marvel. I need that. Yeah, or even I've been thinking about really uh, recently. Like I feel like I'm just building like my skill sets to like I'm, I'm like learning all these new skills and trying these different things. But I feel like they're leading to something. Like it's like you learn little pieces of your skill at a time. So like even lately, I've been thinking about like doing these uh, like the off road segments, mm-hmm. just the rhythm of things, the pacing and uh, and and cuts and the rhythm of of the video and shit like that. Like that's been that's been kind of interesting to me mm-hmm. lately. You're really good at that though. Like, oh, thanks, man. I'm trying to. I'm trying to get better. You're really good at like, like you said, pacing and the keeping. You know what I'm saying? Just keeping it going and shit like that. Like you're really good at where you want to be at and like, all right. And this is the awkward. You know what I'm saying? Like you're good at that shit, bro. Dead ass. Like, and all right. I think that's a good time that we. You know what I'm saying? Like you're really. Good now at you started. That shit. Uh, oh, matter of fact, that's. Oh, you see, I almost forgot. You said something in your uh, seven five seven commercial that uh, that really. Stuck out to me at the end when you when you introduce yourself, you didn't say I'm an artist from the seven five seven. You said I'm an artist of the seven five seven. Absolutely. Which which I don't know if you how deep you were thinking about that when you said it, but to me I took that as like like a lot of people aren't from. Uh, you're not from here. Were you born here? Mm-hmm. Oh well, you so it doesn't really apply to you. But like a lot of people out here are like they're not from here. Like me, I'm from Bosnia. So many like even in the joint you're talking about, we got people from New York, Atlanta, all that. But it's like we're not from here, but we're of here. Mm-hmm. Like this place made us like who we are type shit. Like. Facts. So that, that like stuck out to me. Like, is that what you were thinking about it in, in the moment? I said it more so because it's like, well, yeah, kind of, sort of. Like, I'm of here. You know what I'm saying? Like, it made me. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, like, yes, I'm from there, but I'm, like you were saying, yeah, it kind of like made me. Like that was more so. Yeah, that's why. Oh yeah. So, bro, makes you a SoundCloud. Hell you yeah. start dropping. Um, you get the ugly guy feature. Um, guy what point did the guy. what point did the shades come in in the in that shit quickly i started dropping me i dropped music in like january i dropped the ugly guy shit in like january of 2017 mm-hmm. i had a show in march that was when i wore the turban and then like i probably had another show like quickly after that like may or june and that's when I was wearing the shades. Yeah. And, like, I just was performing, like, a lot, high-key. And, like, just practicing, for real, for real, unknowingly. Because, like, I was treating it like, you know what I'm saying? Like, 
like it was the real deal every single time type shit. So, like, I did a lot of shit. I went to goddamn South by Southwest. Are you performed like, there? Mm-hmm. All right. I didn't know that. Yeah, I got booked out there and went out there and performed. That shit was crazy. I fucking drove out there. Or was it how far was the drive? It was like 23 hours. 23? Oh, was yeah. it on the West Coast? No, it's in Texas. Sheesh. Yeah. Shit's out of pocket. But that was a whole experience. You slept in the car and shit, took a break? Absolutely not. I had people with me and they drove too. Oh, okay. They paid me. He said, absolutely not. Yeah. <laughs> Still crazy. Niggas oh, they paid jail. you? Side by side, I paid you? Nah, the niggas that drive there paid me. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. they were going too. Like, they got booked too. But they didn't have no way to go. So, yeah. Uh, any thoughts on just, like, fucking, just, yeah, bro, like, staying consistent with this shit? Like, yes, that is the most important part. We all, you know, we doing shit, but, like, we ain't, we ain't there yet. Exactly. So it's the like, how do you stay, the how you keep that drive? Like The difference between a motherfucker that's successful and a motherfucker that is not is that one of them did not quit. And that's, like, literally it. Because it's, like, you define success. You know what I'm saying? But, like... I want so much. That's why. That's why I can't stop. Cause I want so much. Like I'm a I'm I'm kind of bougie. <laughs> Essentially, like I pulled up with the yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like I pulled up with the snacks, and it's like I don't know. I just kind of be needing snacks. Like I don't be wanting to cook. I be rather go out to eat. Type ass nigga. Like I like to go to the movies. I like to do nice things. I mean, I like to see nice places aside from home. Shit like that. So it's like that's what keeps me like me. Like I force myself to like. Mm-mm. Like there's no reason for me to not go 110 percent because like I've been medically pronounced dead two times type shit one from the window yeah what was the uh, second time when i was born what, what yeah. you mean i was born dead like umbilical cord wrapped around my neck choked out holy fuck yeah born i was like gray like and then they resuscitated me type shit so yeah and it's like there's reason there's purpose and like It's just mind over matter. I think I touched on that with you the other day. I think it was you, maybe. But I don't know. Mind over matter is just very important. Like, that statement means a lot. And, like, I really honed in on it. And, like, I understand it now. Like, you truly can can control the matter. Like, the world around you with your mind. You know what I'm saying? Like, you cannot let the matter... You know what I'm saying? Be over the, like you can't let this control your mind. You have to control it. So like that's just very important. And I focus on that and like keep myself keep myself as grounded as possible. And just push myself every day. Like I treat every day like a new opportunity to be better than before. And that's just important. So like I said, I like a competition. So it's like a challenge. I kind of just challenge myself to like, all right, what can you do better? And that shit just pushes me. Like, shit, I had the Scott Summers one listening party 2019. At the end of it, soon as it ended, like, I thanked everybody for being there. I was like, all right, it's time for Scott Summers two. Right there at the end of that one. Literally, like on the microphone. Uh. And then at the end of Scott Summers two, I literally was like, at the end of the Scott Summers two listening party. And like, what last year? I think it was last year. Wait, Scott Summers, the the Cyclops dude. Yeah, bro, I just caught on to that. Yeah, because you said earlier, I was like, is that okay? Because yeah. I knew his name was Scott, but I didn't. Okay, yeah, I was gonna Summers. ask you what was the Scott Summers. Hell yeah, you're smart. A lot of people really just be like, what does that mean? Yeah. Okay, but uh, <laughs> Scott Summers too. Right at the end, I was like, all right, it's time for Slayer R&B, and it's like Slayer R&B done. It's in the cut, and like I'm already working on pumping the Big Blue House. <laughs> and wait, love is from Slay R and B, right? Yeah, and that's the only single I think for yeah. that right now. Okay, yeah, that's the leading single. We got the video and the cut about the bust that now. We editing that right now. Wait, did you drop a clip for the video? Nah, that was just a visualizer. I dropped a visualizer okay, yeah, for yeah. the song, and that has nothing to do with the the video. That'll be in the description. I'll go check that out. Yeah. Yes, sir. Need that. Um, but yeah, like Slay R and B is done. It's ready to get dropped. I'm just. 
putting the pieces in motion, putting the things in place to be, you know what I'm saying, accompany it. And then, like I said, pumping a big blue house. About to make pumping me a, a big blue house. Yeah, What's the big be, blue house? All right, you ever seen Bear in a Big Blue House? Y'all remember that show from, from Disney Channel? That was my like favorite show as a kid. And wait, actually, before just before we get it on that, I want to, mm-hmm. while we're still on Slay R and B, what is um what is Slay R and B to you like like an experimental fucking Slay R and B is like R and B. Yeah, Slay R and B is like my version of R and B. Yeah, like for sure. Like it's just. It's just me really getting up there, just showing y'all like this shit for real. Like, like I just tweeted, uh, you know what I'm saying? How I can't really genre my music, like classify it. And it's like, cause I can't, cause I do so much. You know what I'm saying? Like everything is like, it's whatever, it's got like a taste of whatever you might want to say, but it's like, it's me, but it's like, it's, you know what I'm saying? Like it's my version of that. Like, like if you want to call, if you want to call it hip hop, you might as well just say it's like one pump music for real, for real. <laughs> like dead ass, cause like I guess, but like it's got me all through it. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, Slayer and B is definitely like just my take. Like everything is always gonna be like that. Like it's my interpretation. That's why it's my music. You know what I'm saying? It's my art. Like it's always gonna be influenced by but it's always going to be me being myself at the same time shout out chief keith yo shout out to chief keith uh photography stance his feet be so wide in it you ever <laughs> seen that am i the only one that noticed glory, that glory boy shit you know what the fuck going the on boy, yeah is that what it is mm-hmm. fucking nah i remember seeing that it was i was weak um but okay pumping the big blue house yes sir so um, that's going to be like we said Bear in the Big Blue House. That's a, was that a yeah, TV show? Yeah, uh, Bear in the Big Blue House was a TV show, a kids show on Disney Channel, and I'm gonna pay I'm gonna pay homage on the cover. It's gonna be fire. Um, but it's essentially gonna be like a house music disco type album. Like that's my approach. We need house music back. Yes, sir. It's probably. I mean, I'm sure I'm people have, that listen to that like, bro, it's shit been back. But like, I'm, I'm gonna have motherfuckers uh, dancing in the club. I need that. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? That. Oh God. Like it. Like it. Hell yeah, man. Um, I love it, bro. We kind of like, we about an hour in, too. It's lit. I feel like we can maybe leave them there. Um, Bet. Slay R&B on the way. Yes, love sir. Love the single out now. Visualizer out now. Um, mm-hmm. You want to leave people anything soon. else? Um, Slay R&B, man. Slay R&B. All I got to say is, y'all know how we get down when the albums drop. So I'm going to give y'all, I'm going to give y'all a little info. Because nothing's, Nothing, no dates set, nothing like that. But I give y'all the info because you know, you know, you know how it go down. The Slay R&B listening party. All right. You ready? It's going to be a Slay R&B ball. Okay. Suit and tie. Get your nice dresses out. That's different. We're really going crazy with it. We're going to have a nice menu. You know what I'm saying? You're going to eat some good food. You know what I'm saying? It's going to be like a banquet, essentially. But it's going to be a ball. And... We're gonna have fun. We're gonna have a dance floor. Is it with the masks? Lit. What's it called? Masquerade ball? Masquerade? Eh. No. Eh. I don't know yet. I don't know. That sounds kind of good though. I like that. I was just asking. I didn't know if you were nah, already yeah. like that. I don't know. Yeah. Don't, eh. That sounds like a good idea. But yeah. So just the main thing is, I want motherfuckers to come out dressed. You know what I'm saying? Like two piece, three piece suit, all that. Like yeah. I don't even own one of those. But I'm gonna have to rent hey, one. We're gonna get down and jiggy. We're gonna get real nice. We're gonna take some nice pictures. You know what I'm saying? Red carpets, shit like that. Like yeah. So that's fire. Make Wait. sure you make sure you get your your clean clean on. Are you saying the date for that? Is that no, there's okay. no date, but that's just early info. That's what we're gonna be doing for the listening party for Slay R and B. So just keep that in mind. That's your gold nugget for the day. It's me, One Pump, in the Cyclops Shades. Him, Scott Summers. Goddamn, Mr. All of the Above. Um, what Mari say? Uh, the bitches call me sexy. Something like that. Mr. Handsome. They calling me handsome now. Come on. Um, and we just wrapped up the Off-World Podcast. Hell yeah, man. Hell yeah. Appreciate you for sliding, bro. Um, we appreciate you guys for tapping in. Like I always say, oh yeah, bro, all bros links will be in the description. Go stream love. Uh, yes, watch sir. the visualizer. Go um, stream him. Go stream April's in for fools. Go stream the whole catalog, man. Yeah, go stream whole the whole discography. Go stream goddamn sky high. That's a no ceilings tape that I just dropped on SoundCloud. Go stream that. That shit only on SoundCloud. Yes, yeah, only on okay. SoundCloud. Shit busting. 
Oh yeah, oh yeah. It's a new SoundCloud era too coming back. I like it. people been dropping shit exclusively on SoundCloud again. Fuck it's with important. it. Important. Yeah, it's man. A, it's a good platform to utilize. Yeah. Fuck with the artists from the seven five seven, man. Like I always say. Also, I just I might start. I also want to say a lot of artists now have Bandcamp links too. You can like buy their music like straight from them. Like so, there is no middleman as far as like a distributor and shit. So, yeah, man. We appreciate you guys, and uh, we'll see you next week. Peace. Hell yeah, bro. It's lit up. Love it. Of course. Oh, 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 oh,